Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning, happy Monday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead for what was actually a bye weekend for Nebraska. Still a lot of stuff happening in the world of sports, Big Ten football, Nebraska basketball in action yesterday in an exhibition that? game. Volleyball team has won six straight matches by via sweep. Sweep. They take down Illinois on the road this weekend, yes, on Saturday. Man, you've been paying attention. I was paying attention. I traveled Central Nebraska this weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah, during the bye week, you know, I, I get out of town. I do not yeah, stick don't. around when there's a bye weekend for Nebraska, especially when the when the weather is so nice. Yeah, that's right. Weather was good. Went to Kearney, played some golf in Gothenburg. Not fun. Okay, uh, you went to Kearney and played some golf in Gothenburg. So, how far is Gothenburg from Kearney? An hour. Okay. To the to the west. Hour to the west. Yep. Keep rolling. Keep rolling then on I, 80. Then I went and saw some friends in Holdridge on, on, on a Saturday night. Stayed the night there and came back yesterday. Active. Yes. I, I was not. Well, I was pretty active, too, actually. I was pretty active. Yeah, it was a fun weekend. I, I walked. I we, were, we got lunch yesterday at Cunningham's on the lake at uh, Kearney on the way home. You did? And I'm walking out the door, and the guy said, hey, are you Jake? I said, yeah. I was like, love your show. Shout out to Mike, podcast listener in Kearney. Um, wow. Yeah. They're okay, what did you have? Everywhere. What'd you have? I had shrimp skewers. Okay. On a bed of rice. We shrimp skewers. Yeah. You went good. with the shrimp. Yep. We are in full idle chit chat mode at this yes. point. Idle chit chat. How about that wind yesterday? Blow your hat right off. It, yeah. Well, we had fires in Lincoln. That was scary. Yeah, South we have to. Yeah, we have to be careful with that. Um, yeah, that is. It was. A, that was. Sad. It, the wind was really odd. I thought. Odd. Well, imagine me driving on the interstate. There's, yeah. there's dust everywhere. I mean, the fields, all that mm -hmm. stuff's blowing on the interstate. You can't see at times. Mm -hmm. It was driving basically in a, in a dust man, storm. Man, And you're passing semis saying, please don't turn over, you know, don't spill over on me because those, right. those things are getting pushed hard. Right. But we made it. Everything's good. Fun weekend. All right. Lots to talk about. 402-464-5685. Call or text as always. Again, you can watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube and Twitter. The show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. So it was uh, an interesting weekend in the Big Ten West. Nebraska did not play, neither did Illinois, but the other teams did. And Sip, we could start a variety of different places here, but I think you start with the first game. And we will dive deeper into this team next segment. But Iowa goes to Columbus, Ohio, and predictably gets smoked 54-10. to Now, they were competitive, actually, for a little bit in this game in the first quarter, then it Got out of hand. They had a strip. They had a strip sack. They went for a touchdown to take a seven-three lead on the Buckeyes, and then Ohio State woke up and put them out of their misery, fifty-four to ten. Final score: Iowa now one and three in conference play, three and four overall. Watched it. It was um, there was. I I don't want to. I don't like making fun of anybody, um, but it was rather comical to watch Iowa on third down, their offense. Uh, one for 13 
I mean, if <laughs> I mean, I, I listen. Were you laughing during the game? Did you have yeah, moments okay. you laughed? Did you have moments you laughed at the game? I try to look for humor okay. in things that are maybe not always humorous, and I, I get a lot of heat from my family for that. That I tend to make light of things. I was offense as you as everybody knows is a miserable offense. They, uh, you want the stats for the offense? Yes. Uh, Iowa had a 158 total yards. 81 of those came passing, and 77 came rushing on 35, 35 attempts. 35 2.2 yards per rush for Iowa. Mm-hmm. As you said, they were 1 for 13 on third downs. Mm-hmm. Um, they had six turnovers in the game. Just the six. That's the, that's the most they've had in a game since 2000, you guess. Twelve. Nine. Um, that's the most they've had. Six turnovers. It was so bad. They're all, Okay, go ahead. Keep reading. Uh, the, well, those three fumbles, three picks. So it was, okay. a, it was a split there. And that's all I got. Okay. One for four. It was so downs. bad that it was so bad. The turnover issue was so bad that it was almost in the second half being mentioned in passing by Joel Klatt. Like, yeah, it's uh, – they didn't, they didn't even make a big deal of it because I, just because I was so bad. On third down, they had nothing. I mean, it, I don't care if it's third and three, third and six, third and seven, third and nine, whatever it is. They have no answer. They had no answers on third down. It was sad almost. I just watched it for the value. I mean, kind of the – this sounds harsh, but sort of the comedic value of watching them try to get a third down on Ohio State. All they have is Laporta. That's it. Laporta had six catches. Nobody had more than one. Uh Yep, that's right. Nobody you, else you were correct. No, five, nobody else had more than one. Five players had one catch. Sam Laporta had six. They have nothing at receiver besides Laporta. Laporta is a tight end. They line him up as a receiver a lot of the time because they got nothing. So they go to Laporta, and Laporta's really good. I mean, Laporta, you have you have to love Laporta. He's another great Iowa tight end, and he's a great one. But that's all they have. That's all they have. And what, what you see is Spencer – okay, so Spencer Petrus throws a – uh, interception, pick six, I believe, pick on, his, six. on his first pass. Okay, on his first pass, he throws a pick six. So then they he's bad enough in the first half that they decide to go to Padilla, Alex Padilla. It was not his first pass attempt. Okay. It, that came late in the second quarter, the pick six. Okay. He, threw, he, did, he, he, threw, threw, a pick, pick, yeah. he threw a pick early on Yeah, he threw pass. a pick yes. to Tanner, Tanner McAllister. It on, was not for a touchdown, though. Okay, on his first pass, he throws a pick. He's bad enough in the first half that they finally, after all year going with Spencer Petras, right. after all year they finally make the move to Alex Padilla. And what's he do on the first series of the second half? Throws a pick. Pick. It's the same guy, Tanner McAllister. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable to watch. So I guess if you're an Iowa fan, you you know it pushes back on Kirk Ferentz saying, why not switch to Alex Padilla? Yeah. Yeah, they keep saying Petras is better. Yeah. Here's the thing. Petra, six to 14, 49 yards, two picks. Padilla, five of 10, 32 yards, a pick. I'd like to put it all – you can't put it all on Petrus. They don't have any receivers. They, they got banged up at receivers. So what you see is they're small at receiver. Petrus is about 6'11", and he overthrows everybody. I mean, I think he throw, overthrows everybody because he's so much taller than everybody. It's very – I mean, thank you to my mom for that analysis. Um, but I – I don't know what to say about Iowa. We will get into a very hardcore column from Cleveland.com 
from the writer who covered that game, which I mean, I don't, I don't know. I thought it was almost out of line, but uh, we can butt heads on that. Uh, I'm not sure we're going to. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure that we will. <laughs> okay. Interesting. So, All right, so yeah, Ohio State. 54-10, Ohio State. Ohio number. State, you got Iowa. the box score in front of you. Ohio State didn't put up big offensive no, numbers. No, this is crazy. Think about this. Okay, so they, they both had the ball for right about 30 minutes. It was very Same. equal time of possession. Yeah. Yeah. Ohio State puts up 54 points with only 16 first downs. They only had, three, they only had 360 yards of offense, 360, and they put up 54 points. because yeah, they had short fields the whole time. Yep, they did. Not the whole time, but a lot of the Only time. had 66 yards rushing on 30 attempts, so only 2.2 yards of yeah, rush. I was defense. Williams has been great so far. I was defense is good. It's good. It is. It's legit. It's, it's a 54 good defense. points. I mean, yeah, it was because they had short right. fields the whole time. And, the and offense is so bad. Six turnovers. What do you do with yep. it? I mean, as a defense, come on. I mean, I, I – now, I mean, we have a mild disagreement. I say Iowa's got a very good defense. You say it's elite. I don't know if it's elite. But you can't judge them on that game. No. They got handed. I mean, you hand Ohio State the best offense in the land six turnovers. You're lucky they didn't put 77 on you. Well, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the drives for Ohio State. I mean, their first drive, four plays, one yard, field goal. Mm-hmm. The fumble return, touchdown. Mm-hmm. Then they had a long one, 10 plays, 75 yards. Then he had four plays, four yards, right. field goal. Right. Five plays, 17 right. yards, field goal. Tone set there. And then, yeah, then yeah, there's just nothing. Stroud found short. Stroud found a groove in the second half. He though. did. He had four touchdown passes. So, but Ohio State rolls 54-10. All right, moving on to the Big yeah, Ten. Yeah, move West. on. Go to Purdue. Purdue, who we thought we both thought, Sip, we said, why is Wisconsin favored in this game? There are two-point favorites. We were saying it all week long. We were wrong. We don't understand. And what does Wisconsin do, Sip? They jump out to a 21-0 lead. They hold on and beat Purdue. 35-24, Boilermakers snap their four-game winning streak overall and extends their losing streak to 16 games now to Wisconsin. 16 games. And you know that secondary that struggled so badly against Nebraska. Remember, remember, do you, do you, do you recall Trey Palmer just streaking down the field like, it was, like it was nothing? Purdue in that game lost its starting cornerback, Corey Trice, during the first series, he didn't return. Okay, that's their starting corner. He was not very, he was not very good. No. But he's their starter. He's starter, though. Their other starter, Jamari Brown, exited near the end of the first half, and he didn't return. I got news for you. He's not very good either. So they got as, as bad as they have been in the secondary. Now they're, they could be worse. It's possible they were playing the wrong guys. Um, But... They okay. They lost their two starting corners. They they were okay. So sometimes we harp on Nebraska and why why they get deficient at certain positions and what is the deal with recruiting. It happens other places. Purdue in the preseason was so thin at at in the secondary. They were using backup quarterbacks in practice, mm. and now see they're in trouble in the secondary. They're 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 in serious trouble in the secondary because you saw it, okay? You saw how bad it was, and then that not and then they lost their two starting corners. I, I I got a quote from Brom for you. How would you feel right now if you're the secondary coach, and you got up and read this from Jeff Brom, the head coach? We've got to get a lot better. 
the enti- in the entire secondary. Whatever we're coaching or the plan that we have when we take the field has not worked at all. <laughs> well, you, you could tell. I mean, if you watched the, the post game against Nebraska, I mean, he was pissed. They won the game, but that he guy, was, that he guy's was in serious trouble. Jeff Brom was not happy with the defense. Yeah, the secondary coach is in trouble. Visibly upset. Wasn't even happy they won the game. Like, you know, we are, we got a long ways to go. We got problems. He basically. But said. what do you do? See, what do you do? We'll get to this conversation with Iowa. I don't know if you fire the guy. There, Purdue, by the way, still controls its destiny. That loss was not good, but is not Illinois and Purdue in the West still control their own destiny. If Purdue wins out, they they win. They win the West. Well, Illinois right now is solo possession because they have one less loss. Yeah, could have one less they game. Well, they didn't, yeah, they didn't play though. Right. So Illinois right. ends the bye week not playing and is now solo first in the Big Ten West. Right. Three and one. Good weekend for them. Three. Yeah. Three and one. Purdue's three and two. They still play. They have a head to head. They do. So, again, those two teams control their destiny still. Purdue, it's not a – I mean, you wouldn't say that's a terrible loss. O'Connell threw three picks, by the way. um, Yeah, he did. And didn't look that great. Mockaby got over 100 again. Yeah, he had a good uh, good second half. Uh, 23 carries, 108 yards, and a touchdown for him. In the second half. Total. So, what we were talking about yesterday is none of what we're talking about – I mean – with the exception of maybe Purdue, was expected. I mean, nobody expected Northwestern to be that bad. Nobody expected Wisconsin to be, what are they in the league right now, one and three? Uh, two and three. Two and three. Yep. Nobody expected Iowa to be this bad. Nobody expected Paul Chris to get fired. Um, nobody year. expected Frost to be fired. Nah, I mean, not not a lot of people. Not mid-season. Not, mid, not, not, not early season. Right. Yep. Early yep. season. Before mid-season. And the coordinator. Nobody saw Chenander getting fired. Um, think about the West, and uh, did anybody predict any of this? No, I, I don't. That think Illinois, any- who 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 in their right mind would have said Illinois is the favorite? No, I think people would have said they could be a bowl team. That's it. That's yeah. not a favorite in the division. They would have said Illinois could make a bowl. Who in their right mind would say, "Hey, sip"? I think Chris is in trouble and may be gone by midseason. That was not in anybody's minds I knew going into the season. Who would have thought that Pat Fitzgerald would be under fire? He's won one game this year. I'm not going to go into his ran against Nebraska. I think in he's Ireland. yeah. I think he's in trouble. I mean, he's got to be right. Well, they they had they looked like they're going to win that game against Maryland. Who's playing the backup quarterback because Tungvaloa is injured? Northwestern playing their backup too. Yep, Sullivan. Uh, but the but the Northwestern loses 31-24 to Maryland. It is wide open out there. Wide open. And, and again, we do this. I know we say it, but, man, come on. This is where people have latent anger for Frost. This division right now. It was for the taking this year. This this division was for the taking. It's still, it's still possible. You still could win the West, but the thing is that, yeah, you're doing that with a changed plan already yeah an interim head coach an interim defensive coordinator when it didn't have to be like this no you, it didn't but man. The wisconsin's down i was down illinois is up if illinois is northwestern's up, be, down right the i mean northwestern's won the division minnesota we have mentioned is down down now. one and three minnesota looked great the first four games of the season now they look like crap minnesota goes to penn state in the whiteout not, not a game and penn state waylays them 45 17 Tanner Morgan did not play in this game for Minnesota. It was uh, the backup 
His name is Athan. Calic. Calc Manis. I just go with Athan. Nine of twenty-two for one seventy-five, a touchdown, a pick. Yeah, he, oh, he wasn't. He's okay. Uh, Ibrahim, thirty carries, one hundred two, just three point four yards per carry yeah. for Minnesota. But Penn State la- lays it to him. Penn State rebounds very well from the butt kicking that Michigan put on them. Now think about Penn State, though. Think about that division. You know, you know, who Penn State has this week. Ohio State. Yep, that's fun. Yeah. So the whiteout was very successful. But, again, who would have predicted Minnesota would be in dire straits? That P.J. Fleck is saying, I'm not coaching well enough. They well, especially get... after the first four games. Right. I mean, they, they looked right. awesome. Right. This, this season, they looked really good. They, they appeared to be the favorite in the West through four games, in my opinion. So if you're a Nebraska player, aren't you looking at all this and saying, guys, we got a chance here? I mean, we got. I hope so. We got a chance. I hope this team sees this, this is an opportunity to still win the division. Isn't Mickey, isn't Mickey, Joseph and Bill Bush, aren't they drilling into the players right now? Guys, look around. We we're a win away. We're a win away from being in the thick. They're already in the thick. We're a win away from being a major pain in the butt to some people. Yeah, right. Okay. You have to have that mentality. You have to believe this can still be something this year. They can – Illinois lost to Indiana, okay? Yep. That happened. It did. All right. In September. Early, right. Early September. Illinois is good. I'm not going to say they're not. They have they have one of the top probably 15 players in the country, top 20 Chase players Brown. in the country. Yeah, that might be a little extreme, by the way. Um, top 20. Mm, he's ran for 1,092 yards already, yep. and he's definitely good. Um. They have that, but they're not. Hey, they're not all that explosive. I mean, they've played nobody, Jake. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say that. I'm not. I'm not gonna do this thing where I act like Illinois is Ohio State coming into Lincoln. I'm not doing that. They haven't played anybody. They have. Well, they have beaten teams that have given Nebraska a problem. They've beaten Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Iowa. All teams that Nebraska's had problems with in, in recent years. Right. Well, Illinois had trouble with them in right. recent years. Well, they beat them though. Right. So you got to give. But them I don't there. know what that means. At Nebraska. Nebraska's got to. Nebraska's got to take care of those teams. They got to take care of Iowa this year. This is the year. By, by the way, uh, regarding this Penn State game, it was seventeen ten at halftime. So it, it was tight. a game at halftime. And I was watching. Penn it. State outscores him twenty eight seven in the second half. Right. And Sean Clifford did play well. Sean Clifford though twenty three of thirty one two ninety five of four touchdowns and a pick. Yeah. Yeah. Good game. Sean Clifford, by the way. Sean Clifford started the game here in booze. When they introduced him, there were booze. He's been there six years. He has. That's a sixth year player. And you know what? They're they're six and one this season. They're six and one. About to be six and two. Yep. Ohio State. Even though they took a while to get going against Iowa, like Ryan Day said, that's a that's a very good defense. It's not going to be fireworks on offense every series against Iowa. They're good. Iowa's got good defense for sure. They made it tough. They made it tough. But you can't hand them six turnovers. Oh, my God. Iowa's got a big problem right now. I mean, Iowa's got a big problem on offense. They, well, that's, yeah. Sam Sam had a good analogy. Iowa's offense is what Nebraska probably would have been had they not gone into the portal. Iowa's stubborn. Didn't go into the portal. If you're Iowa, you got to go get your quarterback help. Or you got to go get a new quarterback in a portal. Could do that too, right? Sticking with they Petrus. They probably should try that. Petrus, I defend him, defend him, defend him. Then I watch the game. I'm like, I can't defend this. You can't. 
He's not I can't defendable defend anymore. It. Yeah. I watch it. I mean, I defend him on this show, defend him, defend him, defend him. Then I turn it on. I watch him throw balls that are almost inexplicably bad. I, I can't imagine being the offensive coordinator or, or the head But coach. they keep doing the same thing over and over again. Like, they just they don't change. I know. I like the kid, too. I like his personality. He's, you can tell he's a good kid. You can. You can literally tell. He's upbeat. He stays upbeat somehow. He's just a really bad quarterback. Oh, man. He's – So, this upcoming weekend, you mentioned Ohio State, Penn State. That's big big noon kickoff, 11, 11 a.m. We have a caller. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. We do have a caller. Hang on. Hang on, caller. You've been patient. Give Hold me on. a second here. Uh, Rutgers, Minnesota, Illinois, Nebraska, which now, by the way, is a seven-point favorite for Illinois. Okay. Went up from six and a half to start. Okay. Northwestern and Iowa. Yeah. And Michigan State at Michigan. A lot of snoozers in that. Um, a lot of snoozers there. Let's get the caller. Let's get a call. We have a, someone who's been patiently waiting on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, 464-5685. If you're still there, who do we have? Go ahead. I am still here. It's Jake. Chris. Uh, Steve, good morning to you guys. Chris, thanks for calling. How are you doing? Well, well, it's our Monday morning gossip time here, <laughs> yes. Steve. Oh, uh, God, I, I don't know what to say. You guys really covered covered everything. Uh, like you guys, I well, at least, Steve, I don't know, Jake, if, if you mentioned you saw it, but I watched the uh, Ohio State-Iowa game. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm amazed uh, the Iowa offense, is permitted into the locker room with the defense. Yeah, um, yeah. That that offense, I, I tell you guys, I was defense in the first half. They they did everything they could. I think Ohio State, Steve, if if I remember right, like had 130 yards of total offense, and they only ended up with 66 yards rushing. Yeah. on about 30 carries. Yeah, that's about right. That's about right. That's about right. About two two yards of carry, which Guys, brings me to the to the subject of of our running game. Now, on this Illinois Nebraska game this week, um, you know, Steve. Yeah, you were we're talking about the running back out there, and and I think he's had a couple of years now where he's gone over a hundred against us. Yeah, he's. I don't know that for sure, but he had a thousand and five yards last year. Um, yeah. I think Steve he went over a hundred last year, or even it might have been two years ago. Okay, up here, but but yeah, you might you might want to fact check me on this. But remember check. now, yeah, they're, they're we're talk, you're talking about their offense, you know, maybe maybe not being as potent, but uh, Vito he uh, he looked pretty good when I watched him there two weeks ago. And hey, guys, let's not forget. We've got a defense that's ranked right now about 122nd in the country. 123, so, 123, as I checked yesterday. Oh, 123. 123. Okay, Steve, this is going to be interesting. Now, listen, I, I know Illinois really hasn't played anyone, but if you've got a defense that's number one against total yards per game, number one in, in scoring defense, I tell you guys – you still got to take them pretty serious here. Of course. Oh yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying you don't. Yeah, you got to. They're tough. They're really tough too. Physical. Yeah, they're, physical. They're tough. But hey, another thing, guys. Now you know we're you are talking about this this West Division being wide open. We we I think I think we had that discussion before the season this year, last year, and maybe even a couple of years ago. 
the last three seasons, but this, this West division's always open. And, you know, Steve Jake, the Big Ten gods, which are probably named Zeus, Woody, and Bo, have to be the last couple of years smiling down when they see those two big monsters out east running the Big Ten again. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Why do you yeah, say that? But, Why do you make, what makes you say I, that? I think Steve, the Big Ten brass, you know, I, I'm wondering if they're thinking, looking at this West Division every year, which, of course, you know, we've talked about this, has not won a Big Ten championship since it's been East-West. You know, you just wonder if they're just long, longing for a couple of years down the road when all of this changes. They could be. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They could so, be. But anyway, well, guys, listen, great topic. And like I said, uh, you guys covered everything. Uh, Wisconsin, I don't know what to think of. To me, guys, this, this the rest of these five games, now Michigan doesn't look like that's going to be uh, a possibility up there. But listen, if we can just protect the home field, we got yeah. Illinois, Wisconsin, and Minnesota. Minnesota. And I, I, Illinois is ranked 17th in the country. That, that's going to be a good game this Saturday. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this and uh, our offense playing our defense. But you guys, remember what Brett Bielema said last year before the Nebraska-Illinois game to start out the season. He says, after the game, he goes, there was one person we were worried about, and that was number two right. that we thought could beat us. And right now, you guys... The only person I think they're worried about is number three That's this right. year that can beat them. And if we don't get this running game kicked up with our running backs, these defenses we face down the line, and I'm including Iowa, even with that offense they have, we have to go over there the day after Thanksgiving. I tell you, that, that Iowa defense it makes it hard to do anything against those it guys. Is. It is. So, it is. So, so guys, they're good. Listen, it, it, we've got to cover the home field here. That's a possibility, but it's sure going to be interesting this last month and a half. But, uh, guys, hey, Steve Jake, great show as usual, and I'm going to hang up and listen up here at the shop. Thanks, Chris. I agree with Chris, Jake. I agree with Chris. that it, it, We predicted it would be wide open. But no, 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 no. Here's what I'd say, though. you got to make a distinction. We didn't predict all this stuff would happen. Chris getting fired. Frost early in the season. We didn't predict that Northwestern would be this bad. Oh we didn't predict Illinois would be this good. There's no, 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 no. Yeah, it's wide open, but we didn't predict this stuff. No way anybody would have said Northwestern would have one win right now. No, you, you could have thought the, they'd be bad, but you thought they'd beat Southern Illinois or one of the non-conference games they lost to, Miami of Ohio. Right. We never would have predicted that Jim Leonard would be coaching – Wisconsin, no. by the way, Wisconsin, hey, they still got a lot of fight in them. I mean, yep. and as bad as the West is, and it's pretty bad, it's not. It's weird, though. It's a weird kind of bad because these teams still fight. They're still really tough teams. You got to come for a fist fight, and, man, Nebraska better come for a fist fight on Saturday night or Saturday, 2.30. They better be, they better be ready for a fist fight. And well, I think, now, yeah, as far as a running game up. going, I don't know. I don't know, Chris. I'll tell you if if you can keep Palmer going and add add to it Tommy Hill or Ramir Johnson, 
just keep going with the big I, plays. I still think it's weird to just expect Tommy Hill to come in and be a star receiver all of a sudden. Not a star. The guy, not a star. The guy was but playing what if he defensive gets, back. What if he makes season? one or two catches? One or two, one or two big time players. Is it not concerning to you that we're relying on a guy that was playing nobody's relying on back him. Nobody's relying or on him. Hoping he can be a big time player. Nobody's relying. Nobody's even expecting him to be a big time player. Just add another speed element. Catch one pass a game, and hopefully that pass goes for about fifty-five. Oh, right. Oh, that's the biggest. That's a big well, ask. I mean, you heard Casey Thompson say we got a great connection on deep balls, and that, and, and Tommy Hill can run. So you, I'm just saying you add two other speed elements to the equation, Ramir Johnson well, and Tommy Hill. I think what Chris means by in terms of needing the running game, it, it's nice to have the explosive deep pass and deep ball and quick score. Nebraska's integral. But, it, but as as nice as that is, you, you want to keep the offense on the field a little bit longer so you don't kill the defense offensive for 45 line, snaps, offensive 45 line. minutes. If you don't have the offensive line to do it, you better find something else. And that's what I'm saying about well, it Ramir be Johnson. Quick passes too. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying about Ramir Johnson and Tommy Hill adding to Palmer. Get speed on the outside. I mean, you can't – your safeties are occupied now. That should help the run game. I mean – should. It should. But has it? Where's it? Will it? Could. It could. Because now you've got a lot of good defenses coming into town. I know. I know. So we'll see. How much is that deep ball, you know – Actually, worthwhile. Pull those safeties can, out of there. Nebraska at least. connecting the deep ball against the good defenses. Pull those safeties out of there at least. Can the offensive line protect against much better fronts these I next five games? I don't know. I'm skeptical. Can, can can Whipple call a bunch of quick passes that are just you know get, get get open space, try to break some tackles or avoid tackles and go get a first down? Yeah, that's gonna be tough. Got to be tough creative day. now. It is, but it's tough for everybody out there. I mean. It's it's hard. The deep ball can take a little bit to develop sometimes. So how do you how do you set up the deep ball, right, to make it successful? Mm-hmm. Quick hitters. Mm-hmm. Another phone call. Uh, if you can hear us, you're an early break. Go ahead. Derek in a car just coming up Derek. on uh, Hickman Road, guys. Oh wow. Uh, okay. A couple of things. Um, you know the quick hitters, Jake. You just mentioned it. The quick hitters, the shuffle pass to Grant, yep. the uh, bubble jailbreak screens to Ramirez to any of the receivers, essentially. And then the other thing that Tommy Hill does is he takes pressure off of Palmer. And and he does so because they either have to double-team him or they have to bracket him somehow in order to uh, not let him slip through the coverage. So I see that as a positive all the way around. But the the big thing is is we've got to get a run game going again, guys. This is – this is what's been the detriment of Nebraska, um, even going back to the Purdue game. The, the um, lack of a, of a potent run game is what's holding us back right now. And I think having that extra week to kind of straighten things out, maybe put together, Whip puts together a game plan that uh, we see a little more of that quick hitter stuff to kind of loosen that defense up. I'm hopeful, I'm hopeful that the run game will follow. But I got another question for both of you because I'm hearing rumblings about something outside of Nebraska related to um, pulling the reins back on Oklahoma and Texas and perhaps now UCLA and USC with respect to conference realignment. So, um, first of all, speak to the – to the quick hitter stuff, and then also to that, guys, I'd like to hang up and listen to the rest of the uh, comments. Thank you. I don't – that there's rumblings that uh, Oklahoma and Texas won't go to the SEC and UCLA and USC won't go to the Big Ten. I've not I'm confused about that. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, 
Um, I can't speak to that. I don't know. Texters? Somebody. Help Anybody us. hear that, what Derek was talking about? Yeah. Did we miss something? I was I was engaged all weekend. I don't I didn't see that news anywhere. I don't know what rumble he's talking to. Talk, huh. Talking about there, but yeah. Okay, we'll have to look into re- that. Regarding what, like I said, if, if you don't, if you cannot run the football, a short passing game can be your running game. Yeah, absolutely. I know we. I know that this place despises the screen pass because of how it worked with the Frost offense and Martinez. It didn't work well, but well, it hasn't worked well. But try it. Try it again. a little. Try something. They tried it at Rutgers. It did bubble work. screen, jailbreak, like yeah, anything, anything that can be a semblance of a run game. They threw a screen without at being the run game. In a and a lineman whiffed on his block, and a guy got tackled for well, a go figure zero. Um, they tried it. I don't know. I I don't have the answers there. I'm not an offensive coordinator. I just know that deep ball looks good. Yeah, it's fun to watch. Yeah, they connect a lot. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, a little bit more. Deeper dive on the situation in Iowa next on Early Break of the Ticket.